The Money Show. Small business. Small business feature brought to you by Smart Security, powered by Vodacom Business. Stay, start strong, start smart with Smart Security Solutions for SMEs. Vodacom Business, further together. Pablo Fatidis tonight. Oh my goodness me, you're on the war path in terms of those people who want a job and sort of go out and freelance and go and do their own thing, but think that they're running a business. But you are very adamant, I think, in your belief that you cannot be running a business if you are a sole operator. You need people. You need people to do things to help you find opportunities and grow. Well, you know, Bruce, the ultimate test of a business versus, let's call it an income, the ultimate test has to be, without you there, what happens? And if without you there, nothing happens, well, really, it is a job, isn't it? It's a job disguised as a freelance opportunity or a modern-day job, as one would understand it, where you can have three or four projects and three or four clients, but ultimately, your hands, your brain, your heart, your love, your care, your effort, your sweat makes it all happen. And without any of that there, there's nothing. That is a job. People are vital if you want to build that job into a business. So that other day, one day in the future, hopefully, if that business grows and does well, because you've done the right things, you would be able to exit the business, sell it, and get your final payout. And one of the important elements of doing the right things is building that team. And one of the most important things to get right, which is so hard, is that act of delegation, getting it done, getting it right, (laughs) getting it solid and stable. You call it slaying the demons, I believe. You've got these demons. You've got the, you're the control freak. You are the person who likes it done just so. And nobody else can do it like that. So you know what? It's actually quicker and easier just to do it yourself. Yeah, there are quite a few of them. And, and you know what's interesting about it is when I was thinking about delegation, I had a number of meetings over the course of this week where I could just see in certain cases people bemoan their fate around skill shortages, I got frustrated around the quality of talent available or not available, got weepy almost to a degree where they said they're losing certain people that they can never replace. And yet all of it is a function of two things. It's how you design your business. And then most importantly, understanding your relationship with yourself. What's really interesting about delegation is that you mostly have to go through an enormous amount of pain as you traverse various stages or what I refer to as demons that make you fail at delegating effectively. And the cost of that failure is often where the lessons learned and the insights gotten so that you can proceed with the next attempt at delegation and you to find another demon that you need to slay. <laughs> but it's part of a cycle and it's going to happen to all of us. And some people may avoid some of these demons, but somewhere deep down inside of every business owner that I've ever met, I've seen 10, 15 odd demons all at play in some shape or form. I was about to say, you love lists. I'm sure you've made a list of demons. Take me through some of your, your favorite demons and what do they represent? Well, uh, I, and you know, I might, listen, I'm guilty of all of these, incidentally, in some shape or form. Um, to, some to a, a greater degree uh, than others, but 
I could identify with all of these. The first one is the adrenaline junkie. And the adrenaline junkie who claims that they want to delegate work effort don't really want to delegate the work effort because they get off working hard and being busy, but very busy. It gives their day, mean, their day meaning. It gives them purpose. They love it. They love it when people say, you work so hard, and it makes them feel like something is going to happen big time. That adrenaline junkie, impossible to get delegation right because you want it all. The okay. next one, linked to it, but not quite, is the speed freak. And I'm guilty of this. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, as, as you take these off, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not laugh at you. I'm, I'm laughing with you. <laughs> no, be kind. Uh, because I, I'm, as I share this with you, I'm feeling more and more guilty just around my and own vulnerable. behavior. Vulnerable. And, and vulnerable. Yes. And, and all, like, I'm going to throw a pity party at the end of this because I'm, Wonderful. I honestly think I'm going to feel completely useless at the end of this. In any event, you've got the speed freak. And you would have seen this before. You've definitely experienced this. And that is where you have to weigh up. Do I delegate this or do I just simply get it done? And the amount of time that it's going to take me to delegate this task, oh, my word, by the time I've done it, I could have done it 10 times myself. I'm going to do it. I'm good at it. I'm not going to delegate it. That's the speed freak demon. Has to be quelled. Has to be killed. Uh yeah i mean sometimes though when you can do things quick but it becomes a problem when you start believing that you are all encompassing and can do all things better and faster than everybody else that's where things fall apart because maybe one or two things yes you can get away with it um but when there are lots of tasks in amongst everything else that you have to get done on the day um you are going to come unstuck you are going to definitely but remember, you know, you only delegate certain things. You delegate structural things. You delegate things that release your time, that allow you to focus on making, you know, one of the biggest debates I had with my entire team um, last month is I, I spoke to all the leaders in my business, in our business, and I turned around and said, I want to know the five things you're going to do this year that will make you redundant. And <laughs> there were these huge eyes looking at me saying, I must make myself redundant. And I said, you need to make yourself redundant because within the next couple of months, what is coming down the pipe is going to need your attention. And what you're currently doing today, you won't be able to do in the next quarter. You've got to make yourself redundant by the end of March and you will have a completely new function and role ahead of you. It's impossible to delegate if you don't have that sitting in the back of your mind, if you don't have a bigger picture on why you do what you do. But going back to the issue of getting things right, another demon, and that resides in me too here, is this obsessive-compulsive perfection disordered human being where they constantly say, nobody can do it as well as I can. Nobody is good enough. And somewhere deep down inside their psyches, there's this little mirror that says, you see, I told you, if you want something done properly, you've got to just do it yourself. That perfection demon is a terrible, terrible withholding complex in every business person that I've met. They have it residing in their area of strength, their area that makes them feel good. 
But what's the difference between somebody who has exceptionally high standards and somebody who is a self-destructive perfectionist? Standards are about business progress. It's about progressing the business and improving performance in the business. And that is where completion is more important than perfection. If you think about what perfection does, it creates a very false, unstable, and unsustainable uh, aspect to business and to life, for that matter. Insofar as the environment is changing so quickly, and honestly, Bruce, we should do a show again on the levers of change, because those levers of change are coming to the fore in in a fashion that I'm that that I've never seen before. The, Change is happening so quickly, and very often it takes time for us to realize that this change is happening. And in an environment where change is happening, nothing can, by definition, ever be perfect. Because as soon as you get something right, the environment's changed. And a very, very, very wise physicist said this in around 1630, 1640. His name was Heisenberg, and he called it the Heisenberg's uncertainty principle and he was he had great insight into wave theory and he says you can never study the edge of a wave because the particles are constantly changing and as you've studied the edge of the wave the environments change so what was their value of studying it in the first instance that's what happens to the perfectionist you keep things tight you keep things narrow you keep things pinched and it doesn't allow for anyone to flourish or anything to grow there are a couple more that are sort of linked with people who are perfectionists, but people, they, they, they get to a point where they become almost too cynical to be productive. They become almost too paranoid to be productive because nobody else is going to be good enough. And they start micromanaging. They start trying to control each and every single aspect of every single part of the business because they, they've been working by themselves for the last five years and it was fine. But now you've introduced systems and processes and people, uh, and now it's just messy and uncomfortable and difficult, and there's accountability that you don't like, and you've got to keep an eye on people, and it's just pretty awful. No, it's dreadful. And, you know, I, I think skepticism is a very, very healthy feature for everyone to practice. But cynicism is where skepticism has gone wrong. It's where skepticism has turned negative. And negative people often what I would refer to as the cynic in delegation, has a view or hold a view that most people are useless, most people are helpless. You know, Bruce, they show no initiative. They don't care about anything other than the paycheck and the lunchtime break and, and the public holidays. And I'm left carrying the can over here and no one appreciates what I do and how I do it to, to create an environment for people to get work. And then when they get work, they... They don't respect the job. They don't respect the opportunity and they leave the air conditioning on. You see, I'm paying for everything. They just don't care. Um, and, and those people, if, honestly, if you're working in an environment where you have a cynic as a manager, as a boss, as a leader, oh my word, for the sake of your soul, find something else to do. Even if you take a pay cut, get into a positive environment because that kind of environment quells any creativity and any sense of self-confidence. Bad how, to have it. How many people that you work with want to be the superhero? They want to be the creator. They've read Fortune magazine all their lives. They have been aspiring <laughs> to be, uh, 20 years ago it would have been Jack Welch. Maybe now it's they want to be um, Elon Musk. They want to be revered 
and loved and adored by people not only within their business, but as they walk down the street, they want heads to turn. They want people to say, have you known, do you see what great business that person has built? Yeah, you know, I, I don't see the superhero demon show itself nearly as much as it used to. Because what you've described was, it was, it was so prevalent five, six, seven years ago in South Africa. And, and I think as South Africans, we're going through a massive comp- crisis of confidence. But where I do see the superhero complex at work, Bruce, and it really holds back a business, is when you look at your leadership team, how many of them, when they delegate, delegate with the view to make themselves redundant in order to step up to the next level or delegate in such a manner that should someone else do what they've done better, they themselves will feel under threat. That superhero can become a saboteur very, very quickly. It's in all of us. Watch out for it. It's there. Pavlo Fatidis, the founder at Auric Business Accelerator. Thank you for joining us and thank you for giving us insights on the demons you need to slay if you really are going to create a truly successful small business that one day can become a big business that you can sell, be rich and never have to worry about anything ever again.